Welcome to Gurgle, a bite-sized podcast from the creators of Ad Nauseam. Looking to whet your appetite for the classics? Gurgle will tickle your taste buds and leave you wanting more. And now, from the Vomitorium, here are your hosts, Dr. David Noe and Dr. Jeff Winkle. All right, hey, welcome to Gurgle. And as we dive into this Gurgle, we're, what, Dave, what are we talking about here? Well, this is the third one, and today we're going to talk about why you should memorize Latin and how to do it. Oh, there's no... You, well, this is going to be a short show. You don't have to memorize. It's all written down. You can pick it up and read it. Why memorize it? Well, because you want to have in your mind a storehouse, a treasury of words and phrases that are well put together so that you can actually manipulate and learn the language. This is how children learn language. Yes, they experiment, they pick up a little bit at a time, but they also memorize things. So this is something you don't do at, kind of at, the, at the end of your career. This is something that's essential at the beginning absolutely. Of, of starting to learn Latin. Okay. Absolutely, right, absolutely. Right. So language acquisition requires a great deal of memorization, you might say. Okay. It's not only memorization, there has to be active use, but it is far more easy to remember words and phrases with context and meaning than in isolation. So if I try to get you to remember the word duity I, mm-hmm. riches, you're just going to memorize that cold yeah. without any context, or are you going to learn a nice catchy phrase like homo doctus and say duitias habet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wealthy man, excuse me, the, I messed it up. The learned man has internal wealth. Gotcha. Now you got a context. you got a, a hook, a peg. And you can say cranks for the memories on that basis. So you would kind of scoff at the at the, you know at the end of like you know those those dusty Latin textbooks where the, at the end of the chapter there's all those kind of list of the bolded words and basically say hey write these down and memorize them. Now I wouldn't scoff, okay. but that's totally inadequate. Gotcha. You've got to learn actual sentence and phrases as used by masters. All right. Have, didn't your parents teach you things like a stitch in time saves nine? They said stuff. I don't know if I was listening. Stuff he who hesitates is lost. <laughs> you never heard those things? Uh, no, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Don't run with scissors. Don't run with scissors. Yeah. yeah, these are these memorable kinds of phrases that stick in your, I think they stick in your memory. Yeah, okay. So so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about these. We're going to analyze them a little bit. We're going to think of some different ways to translate them. And then at the end of this little gurgle, we're going to give you a way to get your hands on these particular phrases. Oh, really? Yeah, Loki Rekitandi, part one. Okay. The phrases, the passages that you want to memorize. Now, All Jeff, right. why would you want to memorize Latin? Um, I think it would be to... Um, I think back in the in the day it was to impress women. Yeah, it didn't work very. Did well. not work. <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? It's fun. It okay. is. I mean the the um, I mean I think as in our regular episodes, our you know our reading of the Latin, our reading of right. the Greek, you know, part of the pleasure is 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 enunciating these things and hearing yeah, them loud, the out loud. Of, the sound of the sound it. of it. It's 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 wonderful. So yeah, I think it, for me it would boil down to it's just simply fun. Okay. Yeah. What, what what else? I mean, why why would you memorize Latin? Well, because there's a lot of people. There are a lot of people who teach and speak Latin, and I'm not going to cast aspersions because I'm by no means perfect. But there are a number of um, idiosyncrasies in their speech patterns. Mm. There are a number of uh, melopropisms. Oh, okay. And solecisms, right? Things that a Roman wouldn't say. So how are you going to learn good diction? Well, you have to you have to have at your fingertips those individuals who spoke good Latin. And so what we have here is a selection from a wide range. We have some scriptural quotations. Now, you know, if you're listening to this and you're not interested in scripture, pass over those. You don't have to memorize those. Mm-hmm. From pagan authors, from Renaissance authors, it's a wide smorgasbord of memorable phrases that I think you know, one ought to commit to memory, something like this, if you want to become proficient in Latin. Okay, all right, excellent. So do you want, shall we walk through some of these? Yes, so, let's do that. Okay, let's so do here it. are the first 20, Loki Rekitandi Part 1. Some of these are couplets. You know, that's a line of hexameter and then an elegiac couplet. And they're taken from a work by uh, a woman named Laura Gibbs called Brewissima. 
1001 Tiny Latin Poems. She put this together. You can look it up. We'll put it in the link. And uh, the poems themselves are in the public domain. Okay. So the work she did was assembling them and writing notes on them. So I'm using some of her work. I'm plugging her work. But uh, it's not a copyright violation because they're all in the public domain. Gotcha. So the first one, number one, this is by Cicero. It's from his Brutus. Uh, so it goes like this. Nihil est enim simul et inventum et perfectum. What's great about that? I mean, okay. why would you want to memorize that? Well, I think in some ways this is the first thing that you ought to memorize when you start learning Latin because it means nothing is discovered and mastered at the same time. Uh-huh. Isn't that emblematic of the study of language or anything? Yes. You don't go onto the court and shoot, you know, eight three-pointers the first time. You learn how to dribble with one hand. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Okay. You don't become a master chef until you, you know, you've made mac and cheese out of the box. <laughs> you got to work your way up. Right, right. Nihil est enim simulet and went et perfectum. I see, I see. So I admit that makes perfect sense. This is number one. This is number top. one. Yeah, right. And it comes from apodtulium. Apodtulium. Now the word apod, the preposition, takes the accusative, and when you want to cite someone in literature, you use apod, the preposition, then you use the person's name. In the accusative. So apodotolium means as found in Cicero. Gotcha. Tullius. That's yeah. right. Gotcha. Uh, number two here. Number two. This is apodiacobum, right? This is from the Apostle James. It's James 4, 6, and it's Deus superbis resistit gratiam humilibus dat. So God uh, resists the proud and gives grace to the, to That's the humble. That's right. Yeah, he okay. resists, opposes the proud, gives grace to the humble. Why? Is this the second thing you might want to learn? Because after you learn the first one, you're thinking, yeah, I'm pretty good. I got that first one. No, be careful. And this one this one knocks you to your knees. Brings you back down to earth. Gotcha. And it's really nice because, look, you got two datives in here. You've got superbis in the first phrase. Mm -hmm. But it's it's dative because of the verb resistant, right? Yes. The second one, humilibus, is dative because it's the indirect object of gotcha. dot. Wow. It's a really nicely put together phrase. You get You get a number of good Latin lessons grammatically in that phrase. And you learn something memorable. As my friend John in graduate school would often say, double your dative, double your fun. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Number three. Homo doctus in se divitias habet. The learned man, the learned person, has wealth on the inside. Yes. In se. In se. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you've got a couple bucks in your pocket, right, you spend them, what happens? you got no more bucks. Yeah, it's gone. Right. But if you know something, say Latin on the inside, as you share it with others... Now two people are wealthy. You are wealthy because you learned something in the process of giving it away. Yes. And they gained knowledge too. So knowledge is really unique as a human commodity. Yeah. Right? It, it can expand without diminishing. You can also uh, provide variations on this, right? You can say like homo docta, the learned woman, has mm -hmm. wealth on the inside. You can add an adjective in, right? Like homo doctus in say... Magnas duitias habet. So you can you can constantly kind of add to Variation. it and tweak it. That's right. You could say uh, homo stultus in say nil habet. Yeah. The stupid the man. Stupid man, right. It's right. got nothing on the inside, <laughs> right? Yeah. And you can do that all if you just memorize the phrase. Yeah. And this is apud phaedrum. Apud phaedrum. So it's so a phaedrus. Phaedrus. Okay. That's right. Excellent. Uh, number four. Number four. Biswinket, quise winket, in Victoria. Now, this is a little bit of a tongue twister because you got all those winkets in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it means he who conquers himself in victory wins twice. 
So this is Apodsirum. Apodsirum. Who is that? That's a philosopher. Cirrus. Okay. He was a Syrian. Okay. Right? Uh, he lived in the Common Era. Yeah, I don't know his exact date. But he said a lot of these interesting sayings that were collected together. Yeah. So, um, so Biswinket, you know, you win twice, twice. If, if you don't dance in the end zone. Exactly. This is, this we is, say Winket in Victoria. Right. I love that phrase about the, if you get to the end zone, um, act like you've been there. That's right. Yeah. Barry Sanders, right? Yes. He scored a touchdown. He just handed the ball to the referee. His old old hat. I've done this so many times. I love I love Barry. Yeah, retired way too soon. What a gentleman! Yeah, right? he knew the the truth of biswinket quise winket in Victoria. Right. So you have to kind of master the self. That's right. right. You don't. You then, don't. And then you give got, into that the nah, temptation. Right. Then you got two victories. Yes. All right. The next one, number five, is from Proverbs. Yes. Yeah, so apud Solomonem. Now, what you learn here is partly it's hard to Latinize Hebraic names. They don't all Latinize. Salomonem, eh, good enough, right? <laughs> this is from Proverbs chapter 9. Timor Domini Principium Sapiendii. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's correct. Right. And if you're really getting fancy, you'll notice that this phrase has four nouns, no verb. No verb. So what verb do we have to supply? It est. Est. And yeah. if you really get fancy, you learn it by heart, you can say it in reverse order. Sapientiae Principium Domini Timor. So that could also kind of aids in the in the memory yes. and, and kind of solidifying it in your mind. That's and, right. Yeah. Because you know that although Latin word order is important, it's not determinative of meaning. It's for emphasis and style. Gotcha. Solomon, Isn't that nice? Solomonum. Is there a general rule of kind of if you're, if you're like changing a, main, a name into kind of a third declension or a second declension? Well, the general rule is check Jerome. Che- oh, really? And then be skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Right? Yeah. All right. Uh, what do we got next? Number six. Number six is a couplet. And this is from a guy named uh, Urbano Abendini. He's an Italian. Uh, Urbano Abendini. Okay. This is his um, distica. I think it's his distica. Um, ex educatione, something like that. Okay. So it's quae vitae concessitibi sint tempornescis urgo facitius quae facienda vides. You do not know what times of life have been granted you. Therefore, do more quickly what you see must be done. Hmm. In other words, hey, life is fleeing. Get on with it. Right. So it's a kind of an extended uh, carpe diem. That's here. right. Okay. That's exactly the way to see it. Yes. And so here you learn a little poetry. You learn um, nescus. You learn subordinate clauses. Uh, you learn the imperative of the verb facio. You learn a comparative adverb in uh, kitius. Mm-hmm. You learn a gerundive facienda. Now, you can learn all of those things out of a grammar book, but why not have an example? Yeah. At your fingertips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. That's great. Now, this next one's from the Aeneid. Yes. Okay, Book what? one, uh, lines 202, 203. Expertir okay, now this is one of the most famous lines from, it the, is. from the epic. Right? Yeah, expertise. Yeah. You've been through this. Yeah. Aeneas is talking to his men after the storm. He says, call back your courage and dismiss grim fear. Maybe someday you'll have a chuckle remembering these events too. Yes. Yeah. Have a chuckle. Yeah. You like that for uh, you wobbit? Have a chuckle. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's part of the fun because you're not just learning Latin to complete tables and diagrams and declensions. Yeah. You're trying to learn some sensitivity to literature. Sure. That's where the joy is. Right. And I think there's some kind of you know some core human truth there. I think that you know we in some ways we kind of 
uh, paint our past and we, we kind of sand away the rough edges. Right. right? And so it, it, we can kind of, you know, paint these things with a kind of a golden light. Right. right. Remember the first time we tried to do the podcast in my living room, crouched under a blanket? Yes, I haven't sanded the rough edges off that morning <laughs> quite yet. Yeah. Because we wanted to have good acoustics. <laughs> oh, how we've grown. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. We, we just don't care about acoustics no. anymore. Number nine. <laughs> number nine. How about you read this one? <laughs> this is uh, from uh, no, it's number uh, number eight actually. Oh, did I skip? Yeah, oh, don't eight. skip Sorry. this one. This Sorry. is uh, Apiterentium. Um, yes, Terence. Uh, Auribus tenio lupum. Right. So I, uh, I I hold the wolf by the ears. I'm holding a wolf by its ears. Yeah. Auribus tenio lupum. Is yeah. it like a bull by the horns? Is that the kind of a no? no? To take the bull by the horns means I'm going to jump I mean, in there and do it. I mean, control. What is this? Is this? This is more, means I am in such a dangerous spot. That if I let go of the wolf, he's going to bite me. Oh, okay. So and quite if different. I hold on to the wolf, you can imagine holding on to a wolf. No. It's terrible. Interestingly, this is the uh, the very phrase Thomas Jefferson used to describe the uh, condition of American slavery. Really? It's like our phrase, tiger by the tail. Yes. Right? But it's arderbus tenio lupum. Hmm. And I like this one, too, if you're a teacher, because you can vary it, right? You can say something like, naso tenio discipulum. Uh, the, 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 I'm the holding note, the student by, the by nose, its nose. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a lot of things yeah. with this, or you know, not Arthurbus uh, tenio elephantum. I'm holding an elephant by the ears. Yeah, Arthurbus right? tenio nil. I'm not holding anything by its ears. Right. right so right. the idea is, you you learn the basic phrase, three words. You got the ablative of instrument, Arthurbus. You've got the verb in the first singular. You got an object. Yeah. And then you introduce variety. I think you need to do another um, an, another edition of this Brewisima here. Uh, with uh, not only these lines, but then like you know three or four, you know, uh, well, tweaks. The, so of on, these. only the couplets are from Laura Gibbs' work. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry the other things that. are stuff that I've just okay. scrounged up here and there. Well, my idea I think still stands. Okay, well, it's uh, your idea. It stands. Okay. <laughs> Fine. All right, next, next. We got a hustle. Number nine. Number okay. nine. Yes. This is Apud Paulum. This is from the Apostle Paul. Omnia valeo per eum qui me corroborat nempe Christum. I can do everything through Him who strengthens me, Christ. Now, there's some good grammatical lessons in here. We don't have the time to go into all of them. But we've got a subordinate clause. We've got the verb waleo, meaning to have power or to be able. Right? Most Latin students would think, I need to do something like possum facere. Right? But no, waleo is the right choice here. Hmm. And this is a Theodore Bezos' translation. I need waleo here because it means to have the capacity for something, to be strong enough. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Wonderful. Uh, number 10. Number 10, also a biblical quotation, John 16, 13. Quum autem veneret illa, nepa spiritus veritatis, duced vos in omnem veritatem. Which is, when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will lead you into all truth. And it's got one of my favorite uh, uh, Latin particles in here, nempe. Nempe, what is that nempe? Nempe is tough. It means to wit. Uh, let me put a point on this. Hey, pay attention. This is it. That yeah. kind of thing. Is that late Latin? No, no, it's classical. Is it classical? Okay. Very hard to translate. Yeah. Very yeah. hard to translate, but this is a good illustration of it. So it, we saw that right in number nine. That I can do all things through him who, who strengthens me, namely Christ. Yes, Nempa Christum. Same idea. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you got to get your Nempas in there. Yeah. All right, you want to read number 11? Number 11. It reminds me of a t-shirt that yeah. I once Quine Yeah. Quinoket Donkent. Yes. This is Erasmus. Apud Erasmum. Yep. Yes. So literally, uh, that which harms teaches. Yes, the things that harm, they teach. Yes. You can throw the Greek in there, too, if you want to. Hablapte didaske. Yes. That's memorable. The that things that hurt, teach. they teach. Right. So yep. that which doesn't kill you makes you stronger, yes. stretched out. Yes. Thank you, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. <laughs> that woman has a set of pipes. She, yes, she does. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. She, I'm a fan she too. can really sing. She can belt it. Yep. Yep. Number 12, we're going to have to wrap this up here, I think. Okay. We're going to have to stop at number 12 and All do right. the rest in another episode, another gurgle. What do we got? We have, uh, this is from John Owen. Now, this is not the famous theologian, the Congregationalist theologian. It's a, a poem writer. This is from 1613, an epigrammatist. Cur similis similem sibi quire dret amicus amicum. Uno nemo potest in pedestara diu. That's just fun to say with all the, alliter- the, all the alliteration in Isn't there, it? Right? Yeah. So, uh, why does like seek that which is like to itself? Why does friend seek friend? Because nobody can stand on one foot for too long. Hmm. Isn't that nice? That's very nice. Why do you have two feet? Yeah. You, you can't stand on one foot like some kind of monopod. Oh, some, like a flamingo? Yeah, duffel pud. No, you can't do that. No. So, cur similis similem spequire dret amicus amicum. Uno nemo potest in diu. Well done, John Owen. Yeah, a lot of good grammatical lessons in here, too, and you can learn them as a poem. But hey, that's a gurgle. That's you a know, gurgle. We only got to number 13. Uh, sorry, number, number 12. 12. We've yeah. got to do this again. Yeah, we'll have to do a part two of this gurgle. Yeah, we are going to have to. So uh, let's say that um, you want to get your hands on these and yeah. memorize them yourself. So what, where would you go to do that? Well, there's three different ways you can do it. Okay. You can listen to this episode over and over, taking notes, edit it down, edit the audio down using your own Mishka, right? <laughs> uh, it's free if you want to do that. Yep. You can become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash Latin per diem because all of them are getting this document and the high quality audio recording with a translation. So Fantastic. not what we've done here today. I'm going to record each of them so they can listen to it, download it. Uh, and you get this at the lowest level of support, which is the Lucan level, $1.99 a month. You sign up for one month, get the document and the audio, and then cancel if you don't like it. And then they can also sign up for your LPSI class. That's right. Because all of those students will get this. We'll get this. That's right. All right. Well, well, we, got, we got to get out of here. That's it. That's a gurgle. Uh, check out our sponsors also, RacialCoffee.com, HackettPublishing.com, and PopCityPopcorn.com. Thanks for listening.